Welcome back to another edition of Katanation Studios. Coming up, an upcoming musician, Eric D. Luna, joins the show. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another edition of Kata Nation Studios. I am your host, Alex Catano, alongside Eric D. Luna. How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Appreciate uh, inviting me on and i um, super excited for this. Thank you. Of course. Um, so we kind of met when I did a podcast with Fidela. It was about the Goya pictures, uh, sharing about the story behind that. And you were actually the model uh, for those pictures and I actually used one of those pictures as one of the thumbnails for Fidela's podcast so that's basically how we met through a thumbnail <laughs> okay yeah yeah that's great yeah that was a super awesome time we had so before we start about sharing about your music let's talk a little bit about that experience of like do you do a lot of modeling or is just like one of those things that Fidela suggested so um I don't necessarily do a lot of modeling I think one thing is just about me is that I have a lot of style. Um, one thing I like to say about myself is I'm literally like a walking performance. You know, I love music, I love style. Fidela offered me to do this. She just invited me and told me her idea and how she was doing it about the Goya. You know, she really wanted to make a statement about it and how she had an art show going on. And um, she had me in mind when she thought about it. So yeah, I was super, you know, stoked to be thought of when she had the idea um so we kind of just went around i think we had like a beer and then we took a camera and just kind of did a shoot she had a place she wanted to go she had sort of an outfit she wanted me to wear um she had the idea and everything you know a lot of the credit goes to her you know she directed me she told me what to do um i was kind of just you know the stand-in which was super cool she's super creative and super inspiring oh yeah i used to work with her so i know like her creative side of things so she really is amazing. I know it got like super popular, which I was super surprised by because, you know, over here and I constantly see my own photo, you know, online or on Instagram or even on the Union Tribune. I was like, oh, shoot, that's me. You know, like, what the heck? And uh, she talks about it a lot. and She was super happy about it. And I'm, you know, really proud of her as a friend, as a creative an artist. She's definitely going places, you know. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, so Fidel, if you're listening to this, man, shout out to you. You're, you're amazing. Hell yeah. And I wanted to talk to you because uh, you are a musician, correct? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, and I just kind of want to learn first uh, and foremost, like what type of style of music do you usually go with? Um, so for a while, that was really difficult to answer just because I'm into so many different genres of music. I get I pull inspiration from everywhere. I think one of my biggest inspirations is pretty much anything vintage, like, you know, 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, I love rock and roll. I love funk. I love oldies, blues, jazz, uh, you know, uh, old Western country. Um, if you go into the Latin side, I love cumbias. I love corridos, you know, and um but for myself, the kind of music I currently been getting really into when I have a current project going on, I would say it's like Latin funk, kind of, you know. Think of something like War and like a, kind of like Santana kind of vibes. So that's the current project I have going on, which is really cool. And I'm super excited about 
you know, finally making a de- debut with my band pretty soon. Yeah. What's your band called? Just so you give them a shout out. So we don't currently have a name yet. Um, just because we're all trying to perfect something before we actually go out. Um, but, you know, you can still give us a shout out. It's, you know, Luna's band right now, I guess, you know. <laughs> the boys from La Mesa, because that's where they're all from. And we kind of, oh. you know, do South Bay also. But when we get the name, we'll let you know, you know. I'm down for suggestions also, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that, because I thought of something that has been one of the ongoing questions for my show is that I don't have a consistent theme song to this show. Like, I don't have, like, a specific theme, like, oh, here's your host, Alex Catano. And part of the reason why I do that is because my show is so different. We have from musicians to artists, embroidery companies, uh, chefs, uh, nonprofits, people in the LGBTQ community. It diverses throughout. Creatives, right? Yeah, so it's multiple creatives multiple people in the show so to have like a consistent theme song is like it's hard because like everybody is so different and i i think that's what made my show so special because everybody has a different theme to it yeah yeah i feel like you know you kind of want to choose the right one for the the right episode and the right person and how it feels you know which is really cool you know i like that yeah exactly and uh as a musician you could probably understand more than anybody like having like that style of like what goes here as far as music goes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, when you, you know, like when you give the podcast a listen, you probably get the idea like, Oh, this song will go perfect with this uh, certain person, this certain podcast. And then you listen to it, probably listen to it a few times. And then you're like, yes, that one, you know, or it can be different. You know, you think it's the right one and then you kind of change your mind about it, you know? So I definitely understand that for sure. No, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, to you, um, at what point did you say to yourself, like, oh, I'm going to start music, I'm going to start a band. Let's go through the process of how that started. Sure. Well, first of all, I remember my dad buying me my first guitar when I was, like, 11. Um, I still have it. I still play on it. I try to keep it, you know, good and functional. Even though I got it when I was 11, I just kind of held on to it for a few years. I didn't necessarily start learning how to play I think until I was like 17, which is maybe like almost like over five years later, you know? Um, So I finally picked it up and started learning how to play it. And I learned how to tune it. I learned how to change the strings. I learned all the functions of the guitar, which was probably the hardest part. Um, And then I, you know, started hanging out with a lot of friends who played music. Like, I think the first type of music I started playing was like punk rock because there was a lot of punk rock bands uh, during that time. You know, uh, we played a lot of, you know, hardcore and ska and, uh, you know, threw a little Latin fusion in with it. But most of all, it was like punk rock, uh, which was really cool. And then I think over time, I just started playing like, you know, covers that I love because I love bands like the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, um, stuff like that. Um, I love stuff like Al Green and just started being able to play like them. Um, and then for a while, I think a few years later, I got into this whole country uh, old-timey Western country, kind of like Johnny Cash kind of style. So I started playing a lot of Johnny Cash songs, which is really cool, and I love that. Um, and, you know, over time, it just progressed into different stuff, you know, cumbias. I think the hardest thing is to pinpoint what I really want to play. So it's up to me finding a group of people, and we need to decide what we need to put, you know, play together. And currently with this um, project... We all love the the Latin funk kind of feeling, you know. 
Uh, we have like the congas and you know um, stuff like that. You know, guitar, bass, the drums. Uh, we sing in English and Spanish. Um, some instrumentals. So I'm really going forward with the Latin. I don't know, lately I've been feeling really proud of my heritage also. It just sort of sprouted on me. I see all these amazing, you know, people in my neighborhood or, you know, I travel to Tijuana a lot and just a lot of strong Latino, Latinx people, um, you know, Mexicanos, Salvadorinos, you know, I just love that. And I want to contribute to that society, you know, in some way, whether it be with music and just, you know, who I am, you know? No, absolutely. And, you know, in San Diego, there's like a lot of like Latino and Latinas out there kind of like expressing like their culture a lot more open nowadays um, uh, as opposed to maybe like when I, when we were growing up, I would say. Yeah, um, I think so. You know, I don't know what it is, but I think just the bond and community, I don't want to say it's gotten stronger, but, you know, with the birth of like, you know, online and, you know, instant messaging, you know, we're able to just come together a lot more and share information and messages. And, you know, you see these stories that are super um, inspiring and, you know, you just want to be part of it. And, you know, like I said, contribute to it and just help out the community and the youth and, you know, even, you know, the older generations. I just love how, where they came from and when they tell their stories. One of my favorite things to do is just chill with my dad and he just tells me his stories about when he lived in Mexico and, you know, when they, crossed over and when he lived in San Francisco and he lived amongst all these, you know, great um, Latino people and, you know, the food he ate and the stuff they did and where they went. And it's just, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, it just, you know, it's, it's a part of me and it's part of who I am and it's part of what's around me. So I'm just embracing it more as a person. I, I just want to start off by saying like, do you usually, did you start off with covers or did you know from the second, like, oh, I'm going to start writing songs with lyrics and everything. Um, I sort of did start with covers, um, just to kind of learn how to play in a sense. Um, but one of my major talents is, uh, improvising. So I do write a lot of my own stuff. I do improvise a lot. Um, right now, I don't think I know very, uh, many covers anymore, just cause I'm so into writing my own music and just, you know, open jamming and improvising and just, you know, just playing it how it goes by feel and all that, you know, all that stuff, you know. So I'm definitely doing a lot of my own writing right now. And kind of like I asked um, earlier, like, do you get like a lot of inspiration from like going to like Barrio Logan or like just learning a lot from your like Latino heritage? Yeah, you know, when I go into Barrio Logan and I see that they're having like, you know, you know, those days where they have the art crawls or they have like the lowriders riding around or you even just see people with their family and you just kind of feel like, this is how it used to be, you know, back in the day, like 1960s and 70s, where everybody just hung out outside and wasn't on their phone. It was less digital. And um, I get really inspired by that, you know, it makes me like want to write a song about it. Or, you know, when I get back home, I feel really good and I pick up my guitar and I get that sense of, you know, all these people and all their uh, vibrations and spirits. And it all just kind of compacts into this song or at least just this melody. And then I save the melodies and then I take it to my band and we work on it which is really cool. And do you have any upcoming shows or things that you have in the works that are going to happen? I mean, for shows, um, you know, I kind of just jam with friends around the neighborhood. 
I think for me and my uh, my band right now, we're trying to plan something. Pretty soon we're going to start reaching out to people. Right now we play like in my buddy's warehouse and we just jam there. We invite kind of, it's a little exclusive, not to the sense where like, oh, you're not invited, but just because we're trying to get some feedback before we go out there. Because um, I mentioned before, we just, we're perfectionists, you know, and we don't just want to put anything out there that we don't feel is ready, you know, to express or to show. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, my dad is a musician himself. And uh, I remember it was his dream to like for me to play up uh, on stage one day with him. And uh, he wanted me to like learn how to play the bongos for a song he wanted to do. And uh, I wasn't ready. So he's like, no, it needs to be like perfect. So it literally took almost three years for me to actually go up on stage with my dad. Yeah. So I told you, know, you, gotta, you know, people, you know, when people are watching a live performance. You don't have to be great, but there has to be some sort of a standard, you know, and you got at least got to hit that standard. You know, if you're over there playing bongos, you're going to kind of hit missing it and not hitting very well. It's, People are going to be like, ah, and kind of lose interest and walk away. And and sort of with music, you kind of only get that one chance, you know? When somebody thinks that you're not very good and like, that's it. We just want our music to be right and we want people to feel it. Uh, we love people who dance. We want people to dance and just feel it in their soul. You know, bring up those primitive instincts, you know? Especially with the, with the congas and, you know, the bongos and stuff, where it feels like you're in the jungle, you know? Back with like, you know those natives back in the day where they just lived out in the wild and everybody's just does what they wanted. And you start hearing those drums playing and you just lose control, you know? And to you, what message do you want to give to everybody listening to this podcast right now? Well, I would want to give the message that I love to hear. You probably hear this all the time, but it's true. You know, follow your dreams. If you love something, stick to it. Don't give up. Um, you know, I've loved music for a long time and it's been really hard to get a group of people together uh, who are just as passionate and, you know, committed as I am. And, you know, for a while I was like, you know what, I, you know, this is, isn't going anywhere. But for some reason, the minute you're about to give up, something happens and something sprouts and, you know, you meet people and you start going out there and you just, my message would be, you know, follow your dreams and don't give up like ever. Like, you know, you know, it's right. It's normal to doubt yourself, but don't let these doubts stop you from achieving your goals, achieving what you want to do. Don't do it just for yourself. Do it for the people who love you. Do it for the people you love. Do it for your family, your community. Because, you know, what kind of world is it where you don't express yourself the way you love? Whether it be, you know, culinary arts, fabricating, um, music, painting, drawing. You know, there's all kinds of creative stuff. Skating. If you love skating, you know, go out there and handle it, you know. Do what you love. It's my, you know, my number one thing. Eric, I just want to say thank you for being on the show, you know. And I appreciate you taking the time to share your story and a little bit about your music, man. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the invite and, you know, the hospitality and the courtesy. You know, I can't wait to hear this and, you know, reach out if you need anything else. If you want to hang out or just chat or let's see what's going on, you know. Eric D. Luna, everybody. This was a fun podcast to put as every podcast is here on Captain Nation Studios. Eric, I'm just going to keep cheering you on. We're all going to keep cheering you on when we, you hear this. Just know that we're excited for what the band is going to be called. We're excited to see you guys play. And we're excited to see what the future comes in the world of music for you, buddy. So just keep it up, man. And we'll cheer you on. And we'll support you no matter what. And thank you, everybody, who are continuing on on this road to 100 podcasts. 
I can't believe that after this podcast ends, we are only going to be five shows away to get to the Epic 100. So, with that said, next week, I'm bringing in an individual who I haven't seen or talked to since my birthday this year. Yanel Ruelas, everybody, is coming to Catanation Studios. We're going to share a little bit about how it's like to start and wanting to do music, but at the same time, the advantages that you get from marketing and promotion. So, Yanel, I'm super excited for you to come in and stay tuned because Yanel and I have a very important announcement that's going to lead to the road to 100 podcasts. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. And never forget, we are Gata Nation. And that was another edition of Catanation Studios here on wearecatanation.buzzsprout.com. Make sure to check out other episodes on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And to follow me on Instagram, go to at wearecatanation, Catanation Studios for more.